Hype Woman listeners, welcome to 2022. Today we discuss how to overcome travel anxieties, how to take more risks, and just if you're feeling afraid, as, as I'm sure a lot of you are, because 2021 was not that great, and 2022, depending where you are and which part of the world, kind of still feels like an extension of 2021. I hope that you feel the fear and do life anyway. Go out and get your dreams anyway. Make this year better. Hello everyone. So how's everyone doing? Have you guys settled in into 2022? So I'm still in South Africa recording this episode on the porch of our beach cottage. The view is absolutely amazing this morning. It's around about 5.30. I know everyone's probably still asleep in, in Germany. Yeah, a few days ago, I went for breakfast with an old friend of mine from, from university. And you know, after having seen each other for two years and catching up on what the pandemic has done to our lives, uh, how our kids have changed and grown, and how we parent. Yeah, so we've been friends for like over 15 years and we met at this beach cafe. And while we were chatting, we saw dolphins jumping in and out of the waves. And it was absolutely spectacular. And you know, like so magical. And I've lived in, in South Africa for plus minus 30 years. And this was the first time I saw something like this. And it was so refreshing to see a familiar space, but in a new perspective. And I think, yeah, after being away from South Africa for after two years, now feeling a bit more rooted in Germany, I think when you come back home, and I think many of you expats will probably have this experience, it's like you start to feel like a tourist in your hometown. And, you know, this time around, you know, I, I didn't stay in the area that I grew up. I stayed in so many different places. And so it actually did feel like a holiday. And so I just want to encourage you as you go back into your own routine, into yet another Wednesday, that you slow down to experience life as it happens, as you make it happen. And, you know, one of the things I realized in this last year is that we spend so much of time consuming content instead of actually living the life that you want because we either held back by our fears or our own limiting self-beliefs and we go through all of that at different times of our lives yeah so for me you know coming to South Africa in the past never felt like a holiday but this time I was a little bit more intentional with my time and you know I, I now have two kids the girls pretty much dictate our routine and, and it can get a bit exhausting so sometimes it feels like you need a holiday from the holiday and I don't know but for for you know if you're an expat if you go back home to your families and you feel this pressure because it's such a short space of time to meet with as many people as possible and in this time I, I, I did the opposite. I just slowed down and, and said, you know what, let's, let's meet a few people and have quality conversations rather than quantity. What else is happening this year? Are we still doing New Year's resolutions? 
Yeah, maybe you are, maybe you're not. But one of the things I, I've been thinking about a lot lately is just how to live life, how to choose things that make you feel alive. And before coming to South Africa, there was this travel ban two days before we could fly, issued by the UK. And I think at that time, every, almost every media in Europe projected this image of South Africa being like the country where it originated from, that there's this new variant and and you should stay away at all costs, that kind of thing. So yeah, it, it you know, I had friends send me messages I had, you know, like inundated on, on the news feeds. And I thought to myself, like, great. Do I really want to go to South Africa? What if my kids get sick? What if I get sick? What if I don't find a hospital? Because in 2021, when the Delta variant came about, it was quite a scary situation in South Africa where hospitals were, you know, inundated with ICU uh, patients and there, there, there wasn't enough resources. And yet somehow, this time around, I, I decided to come here anyway. And so how did I get to this decision of choosing something that was somewhat risky? And here's the thing, like, I, I really don't struggle with taking risks. Of course, not crazy risks. But in this situation, as soon as I found out that Lufthansa, which is the airline that we f were booked with, did not cancel their, their flights, I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe we should consider flying. And one of the things I did was I assessed the risk. I looked at all of the data, and, and I think at that time, even though people did not know so much about Omicron, one, one of the like constant information I kept finding was that it was a mild case of bronchitis rather than pneumonia. Whereas, yeah, the Delta variant was more of a pneumonia which, which affects deeper into your lungs and, and that Omicron affects people mostly in the airways. So you would experience like a mild scratchy sore throat. So that was kind of well, a little bit comforting, but reassuring. And I and then like went on to contact friends, friends who I knew were not biased and asked them like, hey, how's the situation here? Is it really that bad as the newspapers make it out to be? Or, or can I still come there with my kids? And even if I have to like, you know, isolate in an Airbnb or whatever, would I be okay? And she says, yeah, like everything's fine. You know, we're not actually experiencing anything untowards anything different except from what we see in the media and she's like you guys are seeing more things about our country than we are actually experiencing ourselves so that was yeah that was reassuring and and helped me decide like okay maybe maybe I should go to South Africa we'll isolate in uh, in an Airbnb if things get really bad and and I have friends here who are pharmacists and you know I just contacted them, asked them for recommendations of, of doctors they've used before and just to keep that on hand. So that was like my way of managing the risk. And so I used a combination of both the data that, that was out there, which is, I think, guides your head decision, 
because you're like, you know, drawing a pros and cons list, basically. Like, what are the pros if this happens? What are the cons if this happens? And, you know, a big thing for me was on the pros list, you know, like just coming out of a very long, dark winter in Germany and, and you know, wanting to be in South Africa in the summer, but also uh, January and, and, and Christmas, you know, was the anniversary of my grandmother's death. And that was something I needed for myself to be here to heal. And because and it's been, you know, two years and I wasn't able to go to her funeral, I wasn't here when all of these things happened. And so, so yeah, you know, one of, yeah, one of the things I chose was like, you know, what does my heart need? So given, given the pros and cons list, given the logical decision-making process, but what does my heart need, you know? And if those two risks, you know, if they had, you know, the, 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 if you can manage those, those other risks and your heart is still deciding to take this this leap of faith to to go in a direction that feels scary and and this is where you know i've learned for myself you know when i married my husband you know like of course i'm moving to a country where i have no idea how everything works i have no idea how to speak the language but I just knew that, you know, saying yes to him would mean saying yes to an adventure. And this is how we grow. This is how we learn. This is how we live life abundantly. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, like whatever you are thinking of doing this year, whether you're starting an art class, whether you're a lawyer who wants to go into singing, you know, whether you're thinking about starting your own business you know make a plan write down your fears write down your pros and cons and still after writing that down speak to the people around you who who know about the things that you want to get into and when I say speak to the people I mean speak to people who are experts in that field find those people find someone you know, if you if you want to start an online business, find someone who has already started an online business and chat to them, ask them, how did they start? What were their challenges? And, and then take those small steps every day to work in that direction. Um, so even if you, you know, like a few years ago, I quit my job and, and someone asked me, you know, was that gradual or did I... Did I just spontaneously quit my job? And no, I, I didn't. Like, I, I planned everything. I planned, I saved so that for a few months or for six months or so, I would have income without having to worry. So you have to really plan ahead. If you're living in a country where, you know, childcare is expensive and you want to have a second kid, I'd say save until you can afford childcare. And so when you do, you know, make a plan of finding friends who want to help. And yeah, this is this has actually changed a lot of things for me last year. You know, just being able to plan better and to plan ahead. And so not having to feel like you're constantly in survival mode, that you just have this permission now to just do the things that you really want, as scary as it is, as difficult as it might seem to you right now 
But yeah, give yourself that permission to just do it. This funny thing happened. It was um, my my firstborn's sixth birthday on the 10th of January. And uh, we had booked to go ziplining. So it was like this. So if you know what ziplining is, you're basically hanging onto a rope that is suspended like really high up and it goes either across a valley over the terrain basically and if you're afraid of heights you know like it's it's pretty scary and i think i've had like this really weird experience like years ago and i joke with my husband because he's always pushing me to do these crazy things and i'm always like yeah are you like what are you trying to do like are you trying to kill me but yeah so so we booked to go ziplining and it was like five ziplines across these valleys and you know south africa has this incredible subtropical climate so you basically go into like a jungle terrain and and for me i just had this incredible fear of heights and so i signed up i said yes i'm gonna do it and like a few seconds before actually going onto the zipline when we're putting on our gear I had a look at the, 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 the preparation video and then I decided I cannot do it. It was it was like, you know, like the butterflies in my stomach was throwing up. Like it was that bad. I was just like convinced I can do many crazy things, but this I was not going to do. And so I watched my daughter and my husband go on the first line and it was it was incredibly high and you know she was cool as a cucumber she was so in her element she was you know she was she she just handled it and i thought okay if she can do it maybe i should try so you know like i was i was trying to talk myself into it but i at that point, like at the first zip line, I, I was convinced that there was no way that I could do it. And the lady that helped us out was like, you know, why don't you give it a try? Uh, look, your daughter can do it. And it's going to be so much of fun. It's going to be over in no time. And she was right. It, it definitely, you know, like was like you zip across within five seconds, you're on the other side. And so by the second zip line, I was still not convinced. And then I said to her, where's the shortest one? And she goes, the third one. And I said, okay, cool. I'll try that one. So by the third zip line, I, I got on, closed my eyes and just went across this high valley. And it was crazy, but it felt amazing to, to finally just like, you know, get over this really, really small fear that felt that was actually felt like a huge fear and when I got to the other side my daughter was like mommy I'm so proud of you you did it so yeah um, that was that was cool and you know like you know find little things in your everyday that help you build this muscle of of how to manage risks because you know we don't really fail. There's no such. I, I'm trying to eliminate the, the the word failure from our vocab because if something doesn't work out for you, try another way, or try something different, or learn from the experience and see how you can change it. So yeah, 2022. I'm 
I wish you a year of abundance, a year that you actually live out your calling, a year that you live out your purpose, a year that you recognize the things that distract you, that you're able to find the right people that support you, that you say no to things that steal your time, that you say yes to you and to empowering those around you. Have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.